What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a special guest with us today. His name is Dr. Joshua Estrin, and he is the leading corporate psychologist and author of the book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0. Dr. Estrin says the first thing businesses need to realize is that today's consumer is different. Today's consumer utilizes social media and is both politically and socially active. Not only are they looking for quality service and goods, but they're looking to see if a company shares their values. A recent study showed over 80% of consumers check out a business's stand on issues before deciding to use them. Dr. Estrin has a list of things businesses should consider. The most important, he says, is being true to one's self. Y'all, I am so excited to dig into this conversation. We have so many listeners who are building businesses online, and I do agree. Today's consumer is so different than it was even two years ago. So get out your notebooks. This is going to be a really, really, really powerful conversation. Let's turn it over to our chat. All right. I am so excited. Do you want me to call you Dr. Estrin, Josh? Do, like, what do you, you do what you want to do and we'll, <laughs> and, and we'll navigate it after you call me it. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe, maybe Dr. Estrin, that sounds really fancy. I like exactly, it. Which makes me <laughs> want to throw up in my mouth. So I'll be saying that. Okay, cool. Well, I already kind of filled them in on who you are, but I want the listeners to really understand who they're hearing from today. So how did you get into this work? I know we were chatting a little bit before this psychology and marketing and all of these really powerful things that are, that are going to be so beneficial for our listeners to hear what got you into this line? Well, I, I hope so. You know, um, I'm a legend in my own mind and, and my mom thinks I'm great. Um, to, to even, you know, kind of uh, muddy the waters even more, I started out as an actor. My undergraduate degree is in, in singing and dancing. Nice Jewish boy. It's the worst thing you could ever do to your parents. And then I did a pivot. And instead of telling other people's stories, aka on the stage, um, I started listening to other people's stories. And as uh, a clinical therapist, really trying to help them navigate this crazy thing that we call life. And to be completely honest and transparent, which is the only thing I know how to do, um, I got burned out after about five, six, maybe seven years. But understanding who we are and how we fit into the world has always been fascinating to me. So I went to the next best storytelling job, which is marketing. And and that's where I've been now for the last uh, 15 plus years and uh, working with some very big names. Um, Some of them start with an O. 
And um, working most recently with startups because I find them fascinating. Serial entrepreneurs, people who are looking to take their their lives to the next level of success, you know, unabashedly and, and unapologetically. So that's the longest elevator pitch in the world. <laughs> no, I love it. And I'm so excited because our listener base, I mean, lots of people building businesses online, lots of pieces people who are really trying to connect with human beings and share their authentic truth and also sell products and services and things that they believe in and that they love. And then we're navigating this interesting space, especially over the past few years where it's like, holy crap, how do you show up online and stay true to yourself? but still sell something. And like, do you go into politics? Do you share your beliefs? Do you go into values? How, how, how much do you share? How much do you hold back? What I want to talk about all of that. So, well, let's, because, you know, it's interesting. It's, It's almost as if since 2016 and we all know what happened then and whatever your opinion on it is, is fine with me. Um, it's as if it was only discovered then, but you know, since the beginning of time, it's all been about you know posturing and branding, and maybe we didn't have those fancy, crazy words. I mean, marketers, we love to make up our own words because there's not enough words in the English and other languages. And so, this isn't anything new. It isn't anything that um, you know other people haven't been navigating forever. So, if anyone's feeling a, a little bit anxious and unsettled that means you're doing your job. It means you're a thinking, feeling human being. It's exactly where you should be um, as a business owner, at least in my opinion. I love that. And and it's just like, okay, awesome. If you feel like you're struggling or if you feel like you're confused, that's okay. Like that's part of the process. And, And then we get to navigate it from there. Absolutely. So, you know, we have this thing called the comfort zone, which I have no respect for, because once you get there, you've already proven to yourself that you're able to bring yourself comfort, comfortable. So get the hell out. You've been there, done that, you know, bought the proverbial T-shirt. Now it's time to get uncomfortable again, because if we really look historically at the people that have have just turned it out and whatever success means to you is a very personal, personal um, decision. But no one ever got anywhere by being comfortable. And are we going to make some mistakes along the way? Oh my goodness. We're in the world of like pronouns right now. Yes, we are. And it's okay. But if yeah. you come from a place of kindness and, 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 and authenticity, you can always, always course correct. I love that. I love that so much. So what kind of advice or what are your recommendations when it comes to how to show up on social, how to share the tough subjects. How much do you share? How do you need to go into politics? Is it something that you have to do? Do you have to share your beliefs? Like, where do you lie in all of this on kind of what the quote unquote right way to do things or best way to do things in order to really, I mean, genuinely connect with your consumer? It's a great question. And I think, you know, like everything else, um, it's multi-layered and multifaceted. First of all, from a nuts and bolts business standpoint, I would highly recommend understanding why each platform was specifically created. Mm, For instance, Facebook, which is now Meta, um, was created to not be a social network. It was created to be a marketing engine. So if you want to market anything, get on Facebook. Uh, the, The algorithm and the mechanics of it, they just work. You can market all your other platforms through Meta slash Facebook's 
marketing engine. Also understand your demographics. Facebook, I'm 53 years old. It's marketing to, to my people. I am. Oh my goodness. Through the magic of Botox, (laughs) you too can forever be young. (laughs) So having said that, you know, now that Facebook meta has has basically bought Instagram, um, the, the demographic has changed. And then we have, you know, the ubiquitous TikTok, which, and, and snap, which were, you know, 18 to 25 year olds, not anymore. So first and foremost, you know, you want to be in front of the people when they need your product and service most. And you want to be telling them the appropriate story. Taking a quick time out to fill you in on my first free masterclass for entrepreneurs. What if you really believed that everything that you wanted to build with your business was possible for you? What if it could be easier? What if it could be more joyful? What if you actually enjoyed the process every single day as you showed up to do the work? Do you think you could be consistent? I think you could. So many entrepreneurs are relying on motivation. They're relying on getting through it. They're relying on the grind. They're relying on the hustle. And then they get burnt out. They get overwhelmed. They get stuck. They lose the joy. And they wonder why they can't keep showing up to build their dreams, to hit their goals. And as I look back over the years on how I've built my business and how we've reached over seven figures annually, there's some things that I've just done differently. And I want to teach you that. So in this masterclass, we're going to uncover some core beliefs that we can help you rewrite in order to move you through those things to a more empowered state. And I'm going to reveal to you my seven essentials that I believe every successful entrepreneur is building their business around in some capacity. So this is going to help you really, really, really identify any gaps that you have, learn how to course correct and help you move through this state of overwhelm, frustration, lack of movement, lack of joy, wherever you are, we're going to move through that and into alignment, into flow, into excitement, into fulfillment, into joy, because I can promise you that is easy to show up for. So get access here at micafolsomfit.com slash seven essentials, number seven essentials. And that'll take you to get registered for the masterclass. And I can't wait for you to dig into this. Okay. Back to the show. After that, be real, be you. If there's anything we've learned in maybe the last five to seven years, it is that people are hungry for authenticity. They may not agree with you. They may not even like you, but um, besides the Ken and Karens of the world, they will respect you for at least having an opinion and, and owning it. It's this, this fluidity where, you know, today um, this group matters to you and tomorrow, you know, that group matters to you. You can't be everything to everyone. So stop trying. I love that. I I'm all about repelling the wrong people and attracting the right people and like really finding your people. Like that is, that is when to me, social media got so much more fun. When I was, when I stopped just trying to appease the masses and not piss anyone off and not ruffle any feathers and not like steer anyone away. When I stopped being afraid of that, I was just able to step into like what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to share and how I wanted to share it. And I didn't worry anymore about whether or not it was going to land right with certain people. I was like, oh, well, there's so many people out there. And if they don't like me or agree with me, then there's other people that they can go get help from and awesome. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, if we are talking for just a moment about social media on any of the big platforms at any one time, there's close to a billion active users. Crazy. So there's enough people there that you can piss a whole lot of people off and still have a really strong, I don't like to call it a following. It sounds like a cult to me. And that's yeah. like growth. I want to throw up in my mouth. So I call it my community. And, that. and, you know, your community, whether it's a business community or personal community, um, you know, there's enough people out there to, to sell whatever you're selling or, or to, to, to speak your truth. So don't worry about Absolutely. it. The people who you're pissing off, you don't want to know anyhow. It's so true. And when you, when you finally do get to that point, it's like, you release so much pressure. So I think a lot, like if you are trying to navigate social media and figure out where you land in all of it, if you're feeling the pressure, that is like huge red flag. Like, what are you worried about? What are you caring about right now that really you need to release? Because as soon as you do, I promise you, it gets so much easier to share. I agree. You know, the, the, the pressure that I never feel changes for me is I feel like I have the perfect face for radio. So this whole video driven, you know, baloney drives me crazy because, you know, yes, I do use multiple halo lights and all kinds of products because, you know, I will say with all the love in my heart, no one wants to see ugly. Like, you know, brush your hair, put on a baseball cap, do something so that you don't look like, you know, you just woke woke up um, unless that's your brand. But, you know, in all seriousness, you know, you, you want to present yourself as an interesting, intriguing um, human being. And the other thing is, you know, leave people wondering. Don't leave it all out there. It's not about not being able to like air your beliefs and, and, and things like that, but be slightly mysterious. So they keep coming back to want to learn about you. And there's a lot of little tricks. Like I always jump on and I'm like, Hey, you're right. You know what? I want to post a, uh, a video and, and my comments about Ariel being black. So I'm already, one of the tricks that I use is I start the conversation. The mm -hmm. moment I start the conversation, whether that whether the conversation is started or not, instead of like, hey, how are you doing today? I want to talk to you about, no, 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 no. You're already in conversation. You've moved them down the marketing or the sales funnel. They're getting ready to check out. And you're just like, hey, how are your kids? That's where you want to start. I love it. I love it. So I know you've written a book. I want to, I want to dig into some of that. Like, what is, what is your book about? What are you really teaching within that? And what can our listeners expect if they want to go grab it? Well, if you know anything about so-called experts, um, we never follow our own advice. So about 20 years ago, I literally wrote the first book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself. Um, and it was in response to the whole Dr. Phil movement, where there were all these experts in self-help and self-awareness that were telling us what to do. And it really ticked me off. And I swore to myself there was going to be a series, Shut Up and Listen to Your Dog, Shut Up and Listen to Your Spouse, you know, Shut Up and Listen to Your Toenail. It took me 20 years and a pandemic. And during the oh. pandemic, I basically wrote a script and decided I'd been taking down enough trees in the arc of my existence. So I sat down with mother nature and I said, if you let me do this next project, I'm going to make it an, an audio book. And that's what it is. So it's a book, but you know, audible, um, Google play, uh, I guess there's people that don't have iPhones, so we have to have Google Play. But, um, you know, also, you know, the Google uh, App Store and uh, iTunes. But Shut Up and Listen to Yourself, and we were talking about this a little bit before we went live, is about being true to your inner expert, 
and following your inner compass. I believe strongly that we have at least uh, 80% of the answers to 100% of the questions that are rolling around our head right now. Because at the end of the day, like, who, who has, who have you lived with longest, right? Or who's yeah. lived with you longest? Yeah. So, um, you know, outside of genuine mental health issues, and I mean that very seriously, we need to take a moment to be still, to be quiet, but you don't sell or download audiobooks that have the name, please be quiet. So it's, it's really about um, personal growth and taking a moment to give yourself permission to be fierce, fiery, bold, and unapologetically audacious. No one on this planet has ever changed the world by not being badass. So if you're questioning if you can be badass or not, you don't need my permission, but you officially have it. I love it so much. And I think I, I'm like super passionate about following your heart tugs. That's what I say, following your intuition. Like we always know what's best. What would you say? Because I love that you talked about that. What would you say to the person who they get an idea or they get a tug or they get something and then they like question everything and they, they like want to get approval from people and they want to ask everyone else about their advice and they want to ask everybody about what they think about it. And before they just like take action, how do you help someone move through that stage to just shut up and listen to yourself and make, like make moves on those things that come up? Cause I think that's so powerful. It is powerful. Thank you for the question. So the traditional the traditional trifecta or the three things that we're taught is that first we need to become aware, then we need to gain new abilities. And then, and only then are we somehow cosmically given permission to move to action. And that's really um, the core of the book. I just turned it on its nose or its toes. Mm. I encourage people to take action first. I love it. Gain new abilities and then use awareness as kind of a, a measuring stick. Look back over your shoulder and say, how well did I do? What do I need to do differently? Um, and I use the example. If someone were to come to me and say, uh, you know, I'm not getting, I'm not getting what I need from my relationship. I think I'm, I'm, I want a divorce. What do you think, Josh? Um, and I would say, you know, since you've asked for my opinion, join a book club. And some people look at me cross-eyed, but what I'm hearing is that you're in a relationship where you're not getting the kind of communication you need, the, the kind of connection that you need. You're not getting the opportunity to share your thoughts and your ideas. So join a freaking book club and share your thoughts and ideas with people, get their feedback, listen to their thoughts and ideas and get their feedback. And I would guess 50% of the time, at least, you're going to go back into your relationship in about 30, 60, 90 days, the beast, male or female you know, isn't going to look so beastly anymore because you found what you needed, but you took an action. Instead of going to a divorce attorney, you know, do something else. So I guess the saying is, you know, don't just do something, stand there. That gets you nowhere. So you nailed it. Do something. Yeah. Make a mistake. Fall flat on your face. You're going to learn from it. And I would highly recommend keeping these ideas close to the cuff. Not that so much anyone's going to steal them, but yeah, people are going to steal them. Um, but whatever your beliefs are, they come from a very, very special place, whether that's an internal place, you call it your, your inner expert, your soul, your compass, whether you think it's an external force, God, I have no problem saying that word. Um, this is a gift that's been given to you. And I think that you have to hold it as such. So every time we share it before we're actually moving to action, we dilute it. 
And if we dilute it too much, there's nothing left. It's like, you know, when you don't put enough flavor in your workout drink mix, it tastes like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, hold it as such as, as a blessing and something very precious. And then when the world deserves to know about it and they have to earn it, my brothers and sisters, let them come to the altar and, um, and celebrate you. I love that so much. I love that so much. And I've never thought about it that way. When you do get the idea or when you have that thing, and then you just talk about it with a lot of people, but don't do anything, it loses its luster. It really does. You, it starts to get really like toned down and doesn't seem as exciting. And, and you get jaded by all of their thoughts and their opinions and their reservations and their fears that they're projecting Absolutely. on you. And then you don't get to truly experience what that could have been for you. And it's joyful. I mean, yeah. that we need to remember that moment when whatever happens in our brain, you know, that the, the synapses fire and, and you have that next great idea, the, the euphoric, beautiful, delicious, messy, terrifying feeling. Don't give that away. Don't that. give that away. It's precious. And it, it's, it's something that um, we all, you know, inspiration, perspiration, motivation, whatever you want to call it. So so just relish it because at some point you're going to have to put the hard work in and it's not going to be so joyful. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, but that's where growth happens and growth. Is Absolutely. Joyful. It just isn't as sexy as that initial idea. Sometimes I would agree. I would agree. I like it. Okay. I want, I want to ask you something for being uh -oh. in, I know, okay. right? Here we go. Being in both worlds, psychology, which is like a beast in and of itself, understanding all of that stuff and then moving into marketing and understanding that side of things and that side of business. Is there anything that is just something very unique from your perspective, taking both worlds and molding them together that you could give our listeners who are building a business online, trying to navigate this? Like, is there anything that you feel like they would benefit from hearing just with all of your wisdom and in, in both of these really powerful areas. Well, first of all, thank you. You know, I, I like, like everyone else, I, I probably suffer from imposter syndrome. So there are moments when I don't think anyone can benefit from anything no I say, way. but I'm having sure. said that I'm going to take a deep breath. And what I've learned from the, from the two worlds is it doesn't matter what you're selling. What you're offering is a solution, whether it's a carrot peeler or, or quantum physics. And so as long as, in my opinion, you stay focused on how can you offer to solve a problem that no one else can, you are going to blow the roof off your business. And, and equally as important, don't, um, as I just said, you know, don't sell yourself short. So, you know, uh, don't undermine your message, don't undersell your product and don't undervalue it literally dollars and cents. I don't care what the market can bear. If you have a solution that someone needs, they will give up breathing, eating, and, and all the other delicious things in life that we probably can't mention, but you know where I'm going with this one, um, to have your solution. And so focus, focus on the, the intangible solution that's solved by your product or service, and you will always win. I love that so much. That's so good. As far as marketing goes, do you have any, like for someone who maybe, I, 
a lot of our listeners are solo entrepreneurs. They're, they're just getting into sales. They're just getting into marketing. They're just getting into figuring all of this stuff out, branding and how to, how to build relationships and how to do all of the things. I think marketing is one that a lot of people kind of glaze over. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. well, that there's a lot to that. Like, I'm just going to share my story. I'm just going to share what I love and we'll see how it goes. Is there any like resource or another type, like maybe some books that you've really loved that you found helpful or anything like that, that can kind of guide people in this direction of like really taking their marketing to the next level and learning that skill set. Um, so there's a lot out there. I mean, and, and Google is a beautiful thing. How did we, how did we ever survive right. without it? Um, so from, from just a, a, a theory based, um, just Google account-based marketing, ABM. Personally, I think that's all you need to know. If you were to just read about account-based marketing and basically what it says is all marketing is based on relationships. And you know, then you can start to split hairs and really learn how do you nurture the relationship from the, that first meeting or what people say, top of funnel to mid funnel. And then finally trying to convert people, which sounds a little creepy, but conversion in the terms of getting them to literally buy your product. So account-based marketing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. At the end of the day, one, you want to create a solution to a problem that someone's presently having. You want to get in front of them when they're feeling the most pain from that problem so that you can solve their problem. And you want to engender a loyalty or a relationship with them so they either tell their friends or keep coming back so you can continue to solve their problem. After that, the book Good to Great, um, I've always liked because, I mean, Hell's bells, if we would all just know the bus, know our seat on the bus, and know who the hell is driving the bus, it would be a delicious and delightful existence. I love it. That's such a great one. Um, I okay, perfect. Account-based marketing. I think yes. one thing that came up when you were talking that I just want to address before we kind of wrap things up. What would you say 
to our listener who, when they think marketing or when they think sales, or when they think, even when you're like converting your person to whatever, I think a lot of ish comes up a lot of crap. I don't want to be manipulative. I don't want to take advantage of people. I don't want to like all of those things that like, I don't want to prey on their struggles. Like all of Mm. these things come up for people. And I just want to talk about it for a sec. So what would you say to that person who maybe has some of these thoughts that come up? Well, first of all, welcome to the human race. You've proven (laughs) to yourself that you're a living, breathing, feeling person, which is going to make you an excellent, excellent um, business person. So never move away from that. Having said that, if you don't believe in your product or service enough to unapologetically reach out to people and say, hey, I think I can help, then get the hell out of Dodge and find something else to do. That's just it. I mean, at some point, look in the mirror and say, is my product or service worth anything? And it is, or you wouldn't be doing this. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm in marketing, but my sales sisters and brothers, oh man, I am not in sales. <laughs> the thought of trying to seal a deal terrifies me. And so every once in a while, um, I jump on and jump in and do it because it scares me. And so being afraid is not an excuse for doing nothing, but it makes you human and it makes you part of the human race. And it's that humanity that connects us all. So allow yourself to be human, allow yourself to be vulnerable and transparent, and that will translate to the consumer and they will want to hear more. And that's, you, you want to continue to capture their attention. So, um, you know, opinions are like belly buttons. I have lots of them. Find what works, stick to it, and always be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Love it so much, so much, such great advice. Um, where can, where can our listeners find more from you on social, your website, oh, your book, all of the things. Blatant self-promotion. Thank you. Um, I guess the, the, the nucleus of, of, of my, my dynasty self-proclaimed is at shut up and listen to yourself.com. Um, rule number one, never pick a domain name. That's really long that people can misspell. But yes, shut up and listen to yourself.com. Um, everything's there. If you go to Google Play, iTunes, or Audible, you can download the book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0. And um, you know, if you really just want to do the deep dive into the insanity of who I am and how I fit into the world, Google me. Why the heck not? Perfect. You can find me on all the social channels, um, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and I don't spend too much time there, Twitter. But IG and TikTok are my, my, my soulmates. Awesome. Josh, Dr. Estrin, whatever, whatever we, Oh, just, just Josh, (laughs) just Josh. I like both. I, I, I feel fancy when I call you Dr. Estrin. So that's fun. Um, Well, it costs a lot of money to be Dr. Estrin. So, okay. Right. Own it. I know. Right. (laughs) I love it. This is such a good conversation. So powerful. I know our listener is going to get a ton out of this. So thanks for being on. Thanks for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom and your expertise. We appreciate it so much. Michael, you are joyful noise. So thank you for being you. Of course. I mean, can't have it any other way. Right. So it is what it is at this point. (laughs) All right, you guys, if you found this valuable, share with us your favorite 15 second nugget screen record, tag us, 
We love to hear what resonates, share it with your teammates, your friends. Everyone's online these days. Everyone is showing up. Everyone is trying to navigate it. So these are things, especially if you're building a business online that are going to be so valuable to know, to understand, and to dig even deeper into. So thanks for being on once again, Josh, and you guys will see you back in another week. See ya. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.